Oh my goodness. Hey y'all. Oh my goodness. How are you doing? It is your girl, LaKendra, AKA Queen Mother. I hope that you have been well. I hope that you've enjoyed your holidays. Um, And this is the last podcast for 2021. So let's get right into it, shall we? Can we just talk? I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just talk? Cause I just want to talk to you. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? I just want to talk. As I was driving today, My mind wandered to a conversation that I had very, very recently with my son's father. And he was explaining to me or um, offering me his observations of the past couple of years of my life. And he said that I am an extremely loyal person just in general. But he was speaking about a very uh, specific situation, a very specific person, very specific organization um, that I've been extremely loyal to. And as I was driving today, uh, that conversation came back to my mind because I was wondering, you know, is and I I am I am a very loyal person. And today, as I was driving, I thought maybe I'm loyal to a fault. And here's why I say that, y'all. The people that I've been loyal to um, in my life, I find that when I look back on the situations and even when I look at where where things stand today with me and those individuals, it seems like to me, my perspective is that my loyalty, my devotion, my, um, there's another word I was trying to find, but I can't find it. But anyway, maybe it was taken for granted. Maybe it wasn't really appreciated because, uh, I find that some people that I've been loyal to previously really seems to not hold any, regard for me like for example um if you are working with uh, an organization or a particular leader for a significant amount of time right and then somebody new comes along uh, who has been there probably let's just say half the time as you but that new person gets more uh I'm I'm going to use the word favor for like a better word at this moment They get more favor. They seem to be um, held in a higher regard, no matter how many mistakes that they make and how uh, unapologetic they are for their mistakes. They continue to be praised and um, held in a higher regard than than you are. That's the that's what I feel um, in, in this particular case. And then I listened to a very brief snippet on LinkedIn today from. Um, from a woman that I have a lot of respect for. And she was talking about how women in particular in uh, secular business and also in ministry are continuously overlooked and continuously unheard. And it was the fact that she said in ministry as well, um, because it, it made me sit back and think a little bit like, oh, my goodness, I guess that's true. Women in general in the workplace and in ministry in um, in the church um, tend to be unheard, overlooked. And when we are passionate, and this is what the speaker was saying, when we're passionate about something, 
is when we are looked at as uh, angry or emotional. When we are overlooked and we speak up, we are said to be emotional. We're uh, accused of having things going on um, instead of just, you know, being respected for taking a stand on something. And that just really sat down to my spirit, y'all. And I wanted to share that with you because I, there may be one who's listening to, to this uh, conversation today that may be feeling some of these things or uh, some of these actions or feelings may be directed towards you. You don't know what to call it or how to label it. And I think that's the, this may be what you're feeling. You're feeling overlooked. You're feeling um, undervalued. Um, in an organization or by a leader that you are loyal to, that you are consistently loyal to and, and give your all um, into whatever it is that you're doing. And sis, I say to you, um, good job, girl. Sis, you doing a good job. Sis, you doing a good job. That was something I heard on Instagram, y'all. Um, but anyway, sis, you doing a good job. And I know that sometimes it can be very frustrating when you are, are, are in the trenches and you're doing all of the things and you're giving your blood, sweat, and tears towards something only to be um, not held in a high regard because you're a woman. And then somebody else comes along that may just happen to be uh, a male and they get all of the accolades, all of the praise, um, and all of the, um, all of the attention um, that you so very much deserve. And I've told y'all before, and this, this is absolutely true, I do not desire public attention. I do not desire to be in the spotlight and the limelight. That is not like why I do things at all. However, I do, um, I do want for my leadership to recognize what I'm doing um, and to make me feel valued, to make me feel like I matter, uh, to make me feel like the ideas that I have, the ideas that I present are worthy. The one thing that bothers me, too, is that when I do something and somebody else takes credit for it and then when I speak up again, I'm looked at, you know, like I'm, I'm emotional or I'm under pressure or something like that. Now I want the credit for the thing that I did that this other person is saying that they did and they didn't or at least say that we worked on it together. If that is the truth. So many things that I listened to this two minute snippet. And it brought up so many things. And I, and I realized that this triggered me a little bit because it did bring up, um, in addition to the conversation that I mentioned in this snippet, it just brought the, those two things together, brought up so many things that clearly I haven't fully addressed and I haven't fully processed through. Um, so child, I guess who's about to make a, an appointment with her therapist. Okay. Cause we need to work through these things. I don't want to go into another day. I was going to, I was about to say a new year, but, um, I told somebody today that, you know, you don't have to wait for a new year for these things to go into effect. You can start them right now. So I don't want to go into another day. And I was very intentional about praying about this this morning, actually. So I believe that all the, all the conversations and, and the things that I've heard and seen are really just confirmation for me. I don't want to go into another day with animosity, with resentment, holding a grudge, um, against somebody for something that they did to me. And I said this on one of my Instagram videos, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was a month or so ago now, but, um, to also just forgive people who have hurt me that even though I may have even expressed to them that they hurt me, that, and, and they still didn't apologize. They still didn't, um, show any interest 
and and how they hurt my feelings or what they may have done that that hurt my feelings. So I, I want to be able to be in a place where I can forgive them and move on. And I want to be in a place where I can forgive myself. Because one thing that I uh, realized that I do as well is I blame myself for being in these positions or in these situations where people hurt me. And then they, you know, again, going about their lives as, as if nothing has happened. And I talked about this on a podcast months ago um, uh, about that. But I want to be better about it. And I, and I think like going to therapy and writing in my journal about it has helped. But all of that stuff is still there. And I don't know how to get rid of it or if it's even something that you actually ever get rid of. Or do you just get better at coping? I guess. I'm not really sure. Um, but anyway. Anyway. Uh, hello, Marge. Marge has, has come up and I guess she wants to say hello to the to the folks. Um, but I want to say to, to my ladies in particular, because I think we suffer from from this probably a little bit more than the guys do. Um, but ladies, please don't allow something that someone did to you or something um, or a way somebody treated you to discourage you from being great. Um, I can say for myself that I, I have allowed the way that somebody has treated me or not treated me for that matter to uh, impact the way that I move, right? Like it took away a little bit of my confidence, to be quite honest. It took away a little bit of my confidence. And so I need to get all that back. And that's what I need to work through because I, I don't want to um, continue to feel like I have imposter syndrome every day when I know that's not the case. I know absolutely that's not the case. I know that I'm better than I give myself credit for and I want to encourage all of you, male and female, to do the same. Give You, you, you got to get over, I said that incorrectly, you, it's not that you got to get over it. I encourage you to make an intentional attempt at moving forward. That's the way I want to say it, moving forward. You may never truly get over it, but if you are able to forgive yourself and others and move forward, um, I think that is positive progress. Okay. That's, that's it for that. That's it for that. I just, I just needed to get that. That was therapeutic for me. Okay. That was therapeutic. And I hope that may have helped somebody somewhere, um, that may have been feeling a a certain type of way. And, and again, I I just, I was directing it, uh, specifically to ladies because I think we just deal with it a little bit more than men, but that is not to say that men don't deal with it as well. So brothers, I hope that, um, that you found some benefit in that as well. All right, y'all, uh, I'm gonna be right back. Okay. Okay, y'all, really quick. So you all know, and I've shared before that Instagram is my social media platform of choice. That is my social media drug of choice, so to speak. And um, y'all, celebrity uh, relationships has been a a thing, right? I think people just in general have typically been interested in celebrity uh, relationships, romantic relationships. But I feel like... Too much of their business is 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 on the socials. Um, so for the past couple of for the past month or so now, my social feed has been filled with uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. What's going on with them and whoever Kim is, is dating or is not dating. And before that, it was um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And let me just say this. OK, real quick. I love Will Smith. 
I think Jada Pinkett is great. But I also think that at this point, I don't know if I like them together anymore. I, I just don't know. That's just my opinion. I think that Will Smith is probably being mentally and emotionally abused and he needs to send us a signal if he needs to be saved at this point. Uh, I have not read his memoir. Will has a memoir that's out. Um, I think it's just called Will, I think. I'm really not sure. Um, but I haven't I haven't researched it or even looked into uh, to reading it. Just because I feel like we know too much about their relationship as it is. Um, and most of you all probably know that Jada has this uh, Red Table Talks that uh, is on, I think it's still on Facebook. I personally haven't watched much of it lately. I think when Will was on there and that's when it started with me. When, when Will Smith was on, was on the Red Table Talk and I was like, okay, I, I have to disconnect from them. Because I just think it's a little too much. I think it's a little too much. But Will, if you're out there, honey, if you need to be saved, just let us know. Okay, we got you. We'll come and get you. Um, then there is, um, um, it was, I think her name is Danny Lee. And I don't forget who her baby daddy is. One of the rapper boys, honey. And that went public. Um, they had some, some altercations where the police had to be called and all this kind of stuff. And that was just too much. Um, then there is uh, Tiffany Haddish in Common. Now I want to pause right here because Tiffany Haddish in Common was odd to me from the get-go. Okay, that just seemed like an odd pairing. But you know what? I was like, opposites attract. Sis looks really happy. They look happy together. Let's see what happens, right? I didn't have, um, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't have any expectations because number one is common. So that would have been foolish. And <laughs> here we are today. So they, they broke up and common made a statement Like common made a public statement. He did an interview and basically said that they terminated their relationship because they were both too busy with their careers and couldn't make time for it. And when I heard comments say that before I read any comments, before I went to see what anybody else's opinion was, I rolled my eyes on him. I'm like, Common, you're the problem. Now, ladies, don't get me wrong. I think Common is a very attractive man. And brothers, some of y'all might think Common is an attractive man, too. Common is an attractive man. But Common has been with some of the most bomb women and none of the relationships have worked out. I don't know if Erica Badu turned him out and now nobody is good enough for him. I don't know what's going on with Common. But I feel like common is the common denominator in why his relationships don't last long. So Tiffany comes back with a, with a response recently where she said that she was surprised at uh, common's response to why their relationship ended. And I don't recall if I if I've seen um, where her, her words like well, as to why the relationship ended. But I get the impression that he is the one that ended things um, based on what he said and, and, and how um, she has responded. And then Tiffany comes out this week and, and clearly is, well, let me not say clearly, she gives me the impression that she very much wants to be in a committed relationship with somebody who she can share life with, which makes me then think that what Common said was just BS and that he absolutely ended the relationship. Here's what I'm saying. We look at social media, many people look at social media and we look at celebrities and we look at their lifestyle and we want it. Okay. We want whatever, whatever they have. And I um, have said before that, yeah, we cannot believe everything that we see on the socials. Okay. That's number one. Number two, how much do celebrities owe us? 
Like, I understand, and I had this conversation with some of my uh, friends and, and cousins the other day about um, when people become famous, how much of their life do they owe us? You know, when you, when you become well-known, you, I think that you actually do give up a little bit of privacy. Everybody wants to know your every move. They want to know what you're wearing, what you're drinking, what you're eating, who you're sleeping with, all this other kind of stuff. And even when you're in public, you, you generally can't enjoy a meal in peace because somebody wants your autograph or somebody wants to do an interview. They want to ask you a question or something like that. How much do celebrities really owe us? I kind of feel bad for them sometimes because, you know, like you, you really can't have a life. And during this conversation... One of my friends, I think it was Tappa, who mentioned, I'm pretty sure it was Tappa now that I think about it, who mentioned that Michael Jackson couldn't have like a real life because he was globally known. Like Michael Jackson was a megastar, more than a superstar. He was a megastar and he could not go out in public um, without people just child falling out in the street, quite literally. Um, and unfortunately, I, you know, we know that that was a uh, Part of what um, what pretty much ended his life was not being able to, you know, properly socialize, um, I think, anyway, and um, and not have a, a regular life. And so many other people are like that, too. Like, you can't go out in public without, you know, this is the word I'm going to use, without being harassed by fans. How much do they really owe us? Do we need to know every th- single thing about their relationships? I don't think that we do, y'all. I think that. I'm becoming to understand and believe. Let me say it like that. My opinion is when somebody becomes a celebrity and we become a fan, what they really owe us is their art at their best, right? So I like Adele. I think Adele is a wonderful uh, songstress. I have all her albums on my phone. I like Adele. When I see, if I ever see Adele in, in, in person, I will fan out. I'm like, oh my God, that's Adele. She's so pretty, whatever, whatever. But how much does Adele owe me <laughs> because I see her in public? Does it, is, it, is Adele obligated to stop in her tracks and stop what she's doing, to sign my, my whatever, autograph something for me, have a conversation with me, take a picture of me? How much of her life is obligated to me? And so that's, that's where I am. Now I would love to know your thoughts. Like, think about your favorite celebrity. No matter what the industry is, it could be a singer, rapper, actress, actor, director, producer, whatever. A celebrity that you just would fan out over and think about, do they owe you any percentage of their time just because you uh, adore them or you look up to them or you appreciate their work so much? Like for real. And then I'm going to get semi deep, not real deep, but we can act like that towards a celebrity but we won't act like that for Jesus. Like we don't, we don't fall over uh, ourselves to, to get to the altar for prayer. We don't fall over ourselves to, to get to the altar to, to repent or to give our life to Christ. Come on now. I just, y'all help me out. What are your thoughts? How much of their life and their time do celebrities owe their fans? Let's talk about it. Um, and that's it. That's it. Let's let's talk about those things. Let's talk about being loyal and being a woman and being overlooked or being a person and being overlooked and undervalued. And let's talk about uh, celebrities and how much time they owe us. Hit me on the socials. You can find me on Facebook, 
Instagram and Twitter by searching my handle at LaKendra Speaks. That is at LaKendra, S-P-K-S. So you can go to my website, LaKendraGarrison.com and leave a comment um, on my blog page under uh, this conversation. And, and let's further the conversations. Talk about it with your inner circle and let me know what your thoughts are, okay? Um, this is going to be my last podcast for the year. And I'm going to be honest, y'all. I really don't know if I just want to talk podcast is going to continue in 2022. Um, I, I just really don't know. I really don't know. Um, I appreciate all of the love and all of the support that I've gotten, um, over the past couple of years, um, since starting this project. Um, and if you want me to continue it, just, Hey, hit me up, let me know, let me know that you need me to continue these conversations and, um, I will take it into heavy consideration. All right, y'all. I love you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day. Bye.